and welcome to a new episode of Open World. My name is Melissa. I'm here with Lara and Ale. Hi. <laughs> and today we're going to talk about different Spanish variants. So uh, we told you guys where uh, our first language is Spanish. Um, but the challenging thing about Spanish is it's the official language of 21 countries. So it definitely like yeah, it, it raises yeah. some questions about which Spanish should you translate your video game in particular, of course. Mm -hmm. um, it's like European Spanish or <laughs> There's something that we know as like Latin American Spanish, which is not, you know, yeah, what, what, how would you guys describe the Latin American yeah. Spanish? One size fits many. Yeah. many. Tries, <laughs> one size that tries to fit all of them. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it sounds weird, it doesn't sound natural, but it's something that we are exposed at a very young age mm -hmm. uh, from TV shows, from series, from movies, and everything that you're consuming that is media, yeah. um, you hear this neutral or Latin yeah. American Spanish that yeah. it doesn't actually represent any dialect or any country in particular in exactly so it's like it's not spoken in any country but it's more like it was designed yes, so yes. that everyone can understand it so you take out all of the like you're regionalisms idioms and yeah you're not gonna hear what how you speak but you're gonna understand the same thing that a person from colombia or Uruguay or venezuela exactly yeah. yeah and sometimes it is um they call it the Mexican Spanish and it is not even Mexican Spanish no. yeah, exactly. because not even Mexicans speak like that. It's mm -hmm. just like they try to make it the, the most uh, understandable for all the countries in Latin America and it still sometimes sounds weird for us. Yeah. Um, and especially as like adults, I think now we can understand it, but when we're kids, I mean, like you said, yeah. All our cartoons are dubbed in Latin, like this neutral kind of Spanish. And I don't know about you guys, like if you used this when you were kids, like playing, using neutral Spanish, or if you heard like kids uh, speaking this way. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, yeah. every time you, you find yourself with a little kid, um, you probably might hear them speak in this neutral Spanish. And it's just like, oh my God, why are you talking like that? <laughs> why are you like, talking yeah. like, it's neutral. I mean, it's it's so neutral and it sounds so weird. Maybe when it's coming from like a movie or, mm -hmm. or a video game or something, it doesn't sound that weird. But when it comes from another human's mouth, <laughs> but so it, are you talking like that? But it, right, because it's not your own. No, right? it's not your own. You cannot. Yeah. yeah. In, in Spain, they movies, video games, they sound like they do. Yeah. So that's the main difference. I mean, it's one for everyone, but that's for them. I. It happened to me that I was talking to a, a colleague from Spain, from Madrid, and she told me that it's very, very important for them. Mm -hmm. I think it is something, uh, it's even stated by law, they have to yeah. have all the media, mm -hmm. the voiceover, <coughs> and subtitles, and everything. So it's yeah. just like, it is something that's very important for them, and we have been consuming their content because mm -hmm. of the lack of this Latin American neutral Spanish, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it both of them sound weird for us, but mm -hmm. one of them gets closer to what Definitely. we understand. Yeah, you know? I think that the difference between like European and Latin America is really big. Like you know, they should definitely be considered like two different languages when you're translating. Yeah, I mean, you can understand each other. Like sometimes, maybe when you. Um, as a Spanish speaker, you might understand something from Portuguese or Italian too. 
um, because yeah. we share some similarities with the languages. But yeah, it's just completely different languages. Yeah, and in the case of video games, I mean, we, we always talk about that immersive experience that you get, uh, especially when you're when you're playing a game and it's spoken your language. Uh, have you guys played any games that were translated into Latin American Spanish? Or? Um, luckily, yes. Or European um, Spanish? Yes, um, but the thing is, sometimes you don't get the voiceovers in Latin American Spanish. Yeah, just the text. Just the text, mm -hmm. oh, I which see. I don't mind, to be honest with you, because the voiceovers sometimes are weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I prefer the voiceovers in English if it's yeah, not done properly yeah. myself. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just some weird, because if they try to do like a voiceover, um, using neutral Spanish and sometimes you might have different nationalities in the game or something like that um, they might sound a little bit racist I'm like off oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, 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 it they goes to they go to stereotypes yeah they go to stereotypes and mm. I don't I, I I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, I know it happens sometimes in English as well, like when they're making up like accents yeah. according to that character's background or something. But yeah, in Spanish it's used as well and it can sound a bit strange. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but like the first thing that comes to my to my mind is uh, actually the, when you have something to grab, to pick up, um, mm -hmm. And you have the, the Spanish. It shows. Yeah, it's like when you're going to grab something in Spanish, it says coger. But in Latin American Spanish, that means to have sex. To have sex, yeah. So it's just like, um, how can a world be so different and have this kind of, oh, no, two yeah. different yeah. meanings altogether. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not saying to be like, oh, yeah, you should totally make this game in Argentinian Spanish. So every time I have to put on a t-shirt, I will say remera. Mm. No, it's okay. I get it. Because not every country from Latin America will understand that this is a remera. Because in Chile, this is called a polera. A polera. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like, yeah, it changes. Um, so Or money in Mexico, it's lana. Mm. We in Argentina don't call it lana. No. But yeah. it's used. Like yeah, and I mean that the, one of the most challenging things when when you have to translate into Latin American Spanish is exactly like you know just to not have any offensive words that can you know uh, be interpreted in very different ways like that like, like that word from Spanish uh, Spain from Spain but even in like Mexico I mean we have very different words that it can mean something offensive maybe in other countries so what do you guys think is the best approach when you have to have like that neutral kind of Latin American Spanish and try not to be offensive or um, yeah for me it's like to find a common ground um, mm. to do your research to maybe have uh, people from those specific countries working in your team so you have a diverse team that can yeah. put their input and their knowledge on their words that you may do not know the, mm. the meaning of behind that specific word um, yeah, for me, it's a little bit of that to find a common ground, but also having a, a diverse team that can put a, a good input in into. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Kind of yeah, it, it needs to be mindful. I mean, <clears throat> uh, Latin American Spanish works, of course, but if you have the resources to do further research and truly, truly tune, you know, everything, um, 
it's going to make the experience much more enjoyable for everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if, the, if it is, I, I mean, and some, some people are doing this, like, you know, uh, instead of having this Latin American neutral Spanish, having it localized to like Spanish from Mexico, Colombian and Argentinian, for example, like depending on your audience. <clears throat> and when you do that, like you're definitely going to make a difference like on those countries that you, you, yeah. you're targeting because we're not used to having content uh, localized to our to the, so you know you can connect a lot better and if especially I mean a lot of video games are full of I don't know like jokes and you know uh, uh, words yeah, yeah. And, and all of that it's basically missed when you're having it in Latin American Spanish because it sounds very like washed up like bland version yeah. of Spanish yeah. without any resonance without um, and one example I always uh, think of is uh, Deadpool. I don't oh, know if you guys yeah, have watched yeah. this yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, both. And uh, of course, both. <laughs> yes. um, and I mean, for everyone who has watched it, you know, like in English, it's just full so of fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's full of like swear words and everything. And like, and, and actually, when they translated to Spanish from Spain, they won an important award because that. The adaptation was so creative, and yeah. they used so many jokes and so many things from Spanish. From Spanish. but everyone from Latin America had to see through like a very yeah, just was, uh, generic uh, movie that wasn't you know a lot of racist persons, a lot of jokes were kind of messed. Um, yeah, and some of the jokes were not properly targeted because I, I remember like maybe if I if I'm mistaken, please correct me, but I believe. Um, Luis Miguel was one of the characters of one of the yes. jokes instead of another <laughs> yes, person. Yes, instead of another diamond, yes. <laughs> and we were like, uh... Yeah. <laughs> 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 who, can, who can everyone from Latin America know? Let's just... Luis Miguel, yeah. yeah. It, it was a little bit painful to watch in Latin America, um, in the Latin American Spanish that they... I, I appreciate the effort, though. Oh. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, we understand sometimes it's like the easiest way to target all of Latin American uh, audience. But I don't know if you guys have watched that. Uh, there's a version online that was <laughs> it's a, a fun top version of of uh, Deadpool Two from Argentinian Argentinian yeah. Spanish. So good. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's full of like Argentinian like swear words and and references, and it it went viral and still nowadays is like shared. So it kind of shows the impact that can have. Yeah, the importance you... and how can you make the movie actually resonate with an entire audience and. You can actually like really, really have good amounts of people watching your content and having a good laugh instead of these Latin American Spanish that the jokes were like, ah. I mean, it's an it's it's an extra step in your market research. I mean, you've done your market research. You know where your movie, your game, or audiovisual content is gonna work. Um, why don't you use that research? Absolutely. And, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 and to connect a bit more with your, and that's basically what you want when you're when you want to translate or localize uh, your content. Uh, and coming back, going back to video games, can you guys think of any examples of like video games that you played uh, and how that translation worked? Um, yeah, I mean, I have. Do you want to go? No, I don't. Uh, you, you have your shirt of the game you're going to talk That's yes. That's... Yes. You go. Okay, okay I will go. Um, you're a patient person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember, I, I don't know if 
this is still going, but I remember playing a video game that was called uh, Move or Die. It's a, such a funny game because if you stop moving, you die. So you have to keep moving. <laughs> Literally, you move. It's so move and it is actually localized to Argentinian Spanish, and it's wow. so fun. The voiceover is so good and everything. I don't know if they kept going with that because you know with the updates and mm. everything, it's sometimes it, yeah challenging, of yeah, course. Yeah, uh, it's uh, super challenging, but that's so good. Um, in another example that is not that good, <laughs> a bit controversial. <laughs> a bit controversial. Um, it is uh, Green Fandango because when you play uh, Green Fandango, it is not localized, um, at least in Latin American Spanish. It is just in European Spanish, and they mm. have this bad guy that is supposed to. Uh, he is supposed to be from Argentina, and they hire. That accent is horrible. <laughs> that is such a stereotype as well. Like for every every like, if any of you guys are from Latin like America, hearing this, you know that Argentinians are sometimes targeted as like the bad, the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, uh, and the voice actor, uh, he was from Spain, obviously, because he didn't speak like a like an Argentinian mm. person. But he was like making up an accent. Yeah, Argentinian he was accent. making up an accent. Um, it was a little bit of a miss, and mm. to be honest with you, like I didn't like it. I felt offended, and I was like, "Could we say in their defense that the game was done like in ninety eight? Of course, yes. <laughs> because it's a good game. It's an yeah. oldie but goodie, you know. It's a really good goal. game. Yeah, but that it's thing it caught my attention. How can you mm. detach yourself? when you find something like that, that it actually kind of hurts your feelings. I wonder if it landed the same way in different parts of the world. Or oh, maybe, mm. like, hearing it, maybe you can hear another Argentinian person talking wonderful stuff about this, but that is something that really bothered me. And yeah, maybe there are other people that mm -hmm. is bothered too by the same exact thing. So it's just like, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think it's just what I mean. What we're talking about, if you want to connect, I, that, that was probably you know not their intention. They just wanted Absolutely. to maybe like make it sound a bit more like this, you know, people from different Spanish-speaking uh, countries in this game. Uh, but you know, if you don't follow like certain, you know, and you just try to avoid, you want to avoid like offending your audience. I mean, that's basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, how about you, Alan? Uh, I gotta say Batman Arkham Knight for me it was like watching a movie mm. and if you if you play the games in English and everything you have Kevin Conroy uh, doing wow. Batman rest in peace he died just mm. last yeah. year uh, you have Mark Hamill doing the Joker come on I mean so it's insane yeah. it's it's a it's a high standard yeah so it delivers mm. it delivers into what you expect from a game of that quality with that voice actors but at the same time it's like what we've been discussing. It just doesn't hit right, you know, mm -hmm. because again, it's neutral. In you, Latin America, you, you have the yeah. bastards, bastardos, and we don't say bastardos, mm. you know, yeah. things yeah. like that. And it's like, it's like puts you off a little bit, right? When you see like a really bad guy and it's just a word that you never, you would never hear from a bad guy in your life. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, I, I've it's even a little funny sometimes. Like it was, good. <laughs> it was good. It was incredibly done, but it still doesn't cut it. Mm. I, I prefer to play it in English, just because yeah. those expressions sound. They put you off a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, we have the opportunity to play it in English because we all speak English and Spanish. We are bilingual, right? Uh, but yeah. 
I really, really appreciate when they try to go with Latin American Spanish because I have yes. little sisters and I have little brothers that they don't speak they English. Don't um, so being able to localize your game into this neutral uh, Latin American Spanish for me, it's like an accessibility uh, door, you yeah. know, uh, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah. making yes. your game accessible not only for me, that maybe I don't appreciate that much the Latin American Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, at least the dubbing, yeah. but the text part of the Latin American Spanish, it's great. I love it. Mm. Uh, but the dubbing sometimes sounds weird, but I love it for kids. Mm. I love it for kids. Like, I think that's the super way to go when you have a video game um, and you have it localized in Spanish European and you want that same game to have uh, like a really good uh, successful industry or audience in Latin America, it is not going to work because no. we don't feel connected with that Spanish. We don't feel the same uh, feeling, you know, yeah, when yeah, you're playing yeah. it. You, you don't feel immersion, uh, mm. everything. You can feel stuff. confused sometimes. I mean, some, some part, I mean, some, some things just sound very strange. Quest, you have a mm -hmm. mission and you don't, you can actually you don't understand what you are there, trying to do. There's a lot of cases where you don't really know, okay, what, what's what? this item? I need to check what the item is. Yeah, well, the other day I was playing a video game, I cannot actually remember the name, but um, it had this specific, uh, like a paragraph for a quest or something, um, and I couldn't understand. I was like, I have to change the language of the game to English to be able to do this quest, wow. because I was stuck, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and your first language is Spanish, which is like kind of insane. my first language is Spanish, yeah, you know, yeah. I was playing it in European Spanish <laughs> and mm. I had to change it to English to understand what this quest wanted me to do. And yeah. I thought like, no, you okay. have to make your game. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember yeah. what game, American Spanish. I had something happening to me that the same thing, I don't remember what game in PlayStation 1 days with a tutorial. Oh. I was mm. stuck in a tutorial for like an hour or two before Google, I mean, before Google was a thing, I mean, yeah. one day is like 97, 98, I was a kid, and I was like, I don't know what I have to do, and I had to call my dad, <laughs> and what he did was, he switched up the game, he turned it, he reset the, the console, he put it in English, wow. <laughs> and he read it in English and told me, like you have to do this. Wow. I don't remember what, I don't, I don't remember what it was, like going side by side with a car or something, but, he had to turn the game in English to understand because he yeah. didn't understand yeah. either in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm actually like um, imagining nowadays with everything being so fast and so instant, um, having to do that to a game, to go back, change the language, no, maybe reset the game because you have to start. It's just, it's painful. Yeah. It's so yeah. painful because you, uh, if maybe if I was so like tired on a day that I just wanted to sit and play and chill, um, maybe I wouldn't yeah, do but it. That's maybe not I would the... just turn off my PC and say goodbye for Yeah, but in that in that specific game I really wanted to do this quest because I was so immersed and well immersed, let's say I was playing, I was, yeah, was you were connected. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was having fun yeah. and I wanted to do this quest because I thought this is going to be so much fun. And I got stuck because I didn't understand it. Mm. 
it's yeah. nowadays it's un- it's unacceptable. Yeah, oh, nowadays I think it's like no. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's not like what you want for your game. Oh, definitely. So yeah. I mean, I think the the point from all, everything that we've been talking is like you should really know your audience and know what mm-hmm. impact you want to create on uh, on those uh, people. Like you know, uh, if you want to reach Latin America, you can choose. You know, there's you there's, have the option. Yeah, you have that yeah. option. If you want to go like the extra mile, you can even you know localize it to different variants of, of, of Spanish in uh, Latin American countries, which would be great to see more. Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. we would all love to see a bit more. Absolutely. Yeah, but um, I think that's asking for a lot. Uh, <laughs> because, yeah, nowadays they only think of Spanish. Ah, European Spanish. Um, I just want to bring up to the table that European Spanish is not the same as Latin American Spanish. Ah, so mm-hmm. please, if you have a video game and you wanted to make it successful here, go with the Latin American Spanish. Yeah, know your mm-hmm. audience and if you don't know how to do it, find a research. company that can help you and yeah. Yeah. do yeah. your research. There are many places where you can just research for free. Yeah, just go to YouTube. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. a game changer for sure, at least in you knowing more to where to look, you know? Yeah, and it's a common practice that most uh, Latin Americans will understand. Uh, we will understand the, this Latin yeah. American neutral and the, import- and the important thing is that, you, like you said, you're reaching, you know, if, if you have a game for kids, you're reaching that audience. They can play it, yeah. even if it's not the same, if you not connect the same as, like, if you were localized to your country, you, still, you can still enjoy it. And I think that's... That's even a great thing. And adults that don't speak English. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Definitely. We are privileged. We speak oh, yeah, two languages, but there are yeah. many, many adults that Absolutely. also don't yeah, understand definitely. So this is it for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have any games that you played in Spanish or if you're curious yeah. about Spanish variants, anything, uh, let us know in your comments. Uh, Please, in the comments down below. Also, find our Discord channel uh, there too. So you can reach out to us. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you. you. Bye Bye bye. Bye bye.